<clears throat> Yo, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Look at God Podcast. Yeah. We are here on this beautiful day. Uh, what is a very special brother of mine. Um, interesting how we met uh, when I actually just moved back here to Florida. Totally different space in life, man. Look, I have I have found Christ at this point. Uh, back then, not at all. <laughs> um, but super talented, super warm. I mean, just I mean, his his spirit actually has always intrigued me. I mean, I, I met this brother just like riding a bicycle, and, and just something so simple about someone riding a bicycle just speaks so much of just who they are. You know, not 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 really conform, not really trying to impress, not really you know, concerned with anything, but just living this beautiful life that the Lord blesses us with. So without any further ado, Brother Professor Biz. Hey, thank you so much for the intro, like, man. Sup, <laughs> sup, 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 that's a good intro, give me one too. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get one, man. Me and Derek were having a conversation. Uh, like, so we was deciding, say, what can we have to be the topic for Mr. Biz, right? And we know that you're a musician and everything. So we wanted to talk about Christians separating themselves and okay. how, how we were called to be disciples, but we're also called to separate ourselves. We're called to be the salt of the earth. We're called to be the light of the earth. Like, you know, Jesus called us out, right? And we have to, even with being the called out bunch, it's certain things that we're called to do in the community. So we have to be with them, but not be theirs. So I'm naming this episode separate, but equal. And Ooh. it goes back to what every, everything that's going on today, but it's us separating ourselves, man. So before we get into that, what's your resurrection story? Tell us about yourself, tell our listeners about you. Oh and wow! Like that, the resurrection story. Okay, wow. that's gonna be the whole podcast. <laughs> All right, I, I will. I will do this uh, as quickly as possible. Um, in was not in college, but was living up in Orlando at the time. I was going to school. I was dating a young lady from down here. Um, it was the girl you always wanted. Hmm. Finally got her. Um, and one of the first, let me see. I think, okay, let me make this statement real quick too. Was rapping at the time, put out a mixtape, but I I woke up and uh, I was smoking as usual, at the, at, sitting at the computer screen because I had this nice little playlist, you know what I'm saying? Like my high playlist, playlist is still dope. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, like, yo, it was, I don't care. I mean, that same playlist. Yeah, same. The playlist is awesome. Like, I mean, I don't have a computer anymore, but I remember the songs because a lot of the songs yeah. I could still listen to nowadays. Yeah. But um, what what ended up happening was I looked and I said, like, man, there has to be more than this hmm. because it it seemed like everything that was sold to me I had, and it just wasn't it. So it was like, okay, you got a fine girl. It was like, got a lot of money, got a lot of weed. It was like, you're on your way to doing X, Y, and Z. Like, you're doing this music thing. And it's just like, bro, it's empty. And I was like, man, I was like, you know what? I'm actually kind of tired of getting the wrong consequences. Hmm. It's like, if I want to get right consequences, then you should do right things. Yeah. It was like, well, how do I learn to do the right thing? And I was like, 
And I was like, man, it's like, well, there is nobody that was more perfect walking the earth than Jesus. So if you want to get to know what doing the right thing is, then you would have to go find him and follow him. Mm -hmm. and this is a conversation that's going on in my head. I'm just like, okay. you were high? Huh? You were high? Yeah. Okay. The yeah. best times to have the best yeah. thoughts. I'm just, it's, I'm just I could I say like, yeah, 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 no. I mean, like, it, it was to the point where it's just like walking around, I was just like, oh, bro, like, it was, you know what I mean? So, um, and I, I, I know this is like, this is at the time it was God leading me. Um, towards him, uh, the, one of the we were looking for a DJ because we were about to start performing on stage and whatnot. Yeah. The DJ who we found, uh, he was a believer and he was a maintenance man at the apartment complex I used to live at. Which dude I was rapping with, he lived Stay over there. there. Right. Yeah. Um, so he's having a conversation with his brothers at the church, like yo, because he heard the lyrics, like you know, God sprinkled in the lyrics. He's like, I think I want to reach out to this guy, and I'm like. I need somebody to reach out to me. So it's, it's like, you know what I'm saying? And um, he actually came over to the house and he asked, he was like, oh, would you do your music for Christ? Like at one point in time, I was like, yeah, I would. He was like, do you want to come to church this Sunday? And I was like, yes. And what he didn't know was like, yo, I was looking for a church to go to for those last two weeks, but I really didn't know which one to go to because I was like, man, like, do they understand as a young black man who's into hip hop, who's an MC, like, do you understand me? Do you understand who I am? Because yeah. if you don't, like, culturally, we're not yeah. going to vibe. We're yeah. not going to work. And it's cool, and I understand that. But really, it's like, what do I look like popping into, like, 30 churches? Yeah. At just being like, bro, that's a lot of energy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I'm on the bus. I'm on the bus going to work. And I'm just looking outside the window. And I'm just watching churches pass by. And I'm like, man, what about that one? That's crazy. Yeah, so, and back, like, when I got down south, you know, uh, my girlfriend and I at the time, you know, about to uh, go ahead and do that get right. And in the middle of it, like, Holy Spirit convicted me. It was like, you know what you're doing is wrong. I was like, oh, yeah. Not the bad one. Oh, I'll yeah. Be back, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and legit, like, just moved, just sat on the side, didn't do anything else. Wow. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, man, like, if you, when you hear the conviction of the Lord, like, yeah, man. So, um, you know, but I ended up going to the church that uh, the guy took took me to. Yeah. Um, he ended up, he and I are still best friends to this day. Like, both That's of us good. are each other's uh, children's godparents. I was his best man. He was my best man. Like, this is probably, like, 13, 14 years running. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that's how, that is the resurrection story. And this is, like, 07. Yeah. Um, so, dang, that was the first question. What was the second question? Uh, I don't think it was the second question. Was, we, we'll take that one. We'll yeah, take that's that. good. <laughs> but I'm, glad, I'm glad you touched on, and that's kind of sort of, you know, one of the things in which uh, I've always had, like, for instance, for a while, I had reservations with, like, um, even, like, going into the music industry. Uh, I think we grew up with a certain view of music. Um, and 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 just as it goes to show, obviously how how powerful just any negative view of anything, any like it only takes a few to ruin it for the masses. Um, and obviously, growing up, if you weren't singing Kirk Franklin in church, if you weren't like that's that's the only thing. Like you know, I it was interesting how every now and again they'd give you like Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey, like ah, oh, that's kind of secular. But it was like I was it was safe. <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah, safe. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, too yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Christian fire. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I always thought it was interesting how 
yeah, it was just shunned upon. There's just certain things that you didn't do. There's yeah. just certain industries. There's just certain places you didn't go because those people who go there, like you go there, like they're gonna turn you. Like you were going, you are not. You cannot. You cannot be light in that area. You can't yeah. be salt in that area. Like I remember, I don't. I'm no Perry Perry's story too too well. But I just remember like reading here and there about how I want to say her dad or her mom, but like go to her concerts and be like shouting and praying. Like almost like please save my daughter. Wow. Wow. You know, sir. like not a fan of her, you know, like I said, not, you know, this is not on the record. Like I studied it, but I just right. remember like, wow, this is but th- that is an idea. That is an idea of like, yo, you go to music, yeah, we lost you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So would you would you like me to Of course I do. Okay. <laughs> All right. So in because, all, you know, that was a struggle, like, you know, because like you said, culturally, I'm not just going to go into the church and rap or whatever the case may be. Right. And you guys are going to be like, oh, yes, this is what we needed. Like, yeah. I can feel the Lord. If anything, they're like sizing you up like, what is he doing? Yeah. Absolutely. I, I can definitely say there was a uh, a very long period of that mm-hmm. in the church. I think nowadays what I'm finding very interesting is like the way that how Christian hip hop started. Right. You know, it was really due to grew up in hip hop, came to the Lord, still wanted to use their gifts and was like, okay, well, you know, I understand I'm called to disciple. I understand that I'm called to evangelize and I'm able to do this. Maybe I could use this to be able to bring people to the Lord in the culture or Mm -hmm. be able to minister. Mm -hmm. makes sense. It's grown now to the point, I want to say like over the last 20 years, where now Christian hip hop is a business. Mm -hmm. Like it is a fully functioning up and running business with a heartbeat and mm-hmm. a culture mm-hmm. that that beats you know like you've got clothing and imagery and uh you got celebrities leaders people who stand and people who have been standing for a long period of time right yeah um i also want to say in terms of the music industry so saying like if somebody goes into it, like pretty much we lost you. I can honestly say this too. Like, yo, it is no different in the gospel industry. I mm-hmm. can easily say that. For yeah, sure. I hear that. Like, yo, it's like, yeah, man. Like, do I say like, yeah, like, bro. Wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I, and it's like, um, you know, one of my mentors, he's saying, he's like, yo, there is, there is no Christian music industry. It's just the music industry. It's the music and entertainment industry. Right. Yeah. There's no Christian that owns a record label. Right. Christians don't own Sony, Columbia, Atlantic. None. None. Right. It's an entertainment industry. So it's like, no wonder why you hear the same gospel artists or the same gospel artists are winning out or winning, you know, Grammy, so on and right. so forth. Yeah. It's like, but the dude who's over here, who's been working in his neighborhood for the last 10 years, putting out albums, ministering in churches, ministering on the corner, you never hear him. No. Even though his music is probably up to par. And right. You can't say if he's been doing it for that long, dude's been putting in work. Right. Or the young lady has been putting in work. Right. right. Okay. So uh, about losing yourself in the music industry, the one thing that I can say is like, okay, um, obviously because Satan is the god of this world. Um you know, and I'm just I'm just speaking scripture at this point, like Prince of the Power of the Air, the way that demons are moving, you know, X, Y, and Z. Um, obviously, spiritually, there are also things that are always territorial. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So there's rulings that go on in different places. Um, in the music industry, I mean, seeing that he was the, the minister of music in heaven, like, yeah, he's got a little, 
something mm-hmm. over that area. But I can honestly also say this. Um, so let me start with in the entertainment industry. Like, yes, I do. I do see how that could be taken. Whereas like if we if you go in, we've lost you. However, uh, at the same standpoint, I cannot say that's 100 percent true. Mm-hmm. I just I just can't. The reason, the reason why I say that is this. I don't think there's one industry that I've worked in that I do not see a bunch of crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've worked in the restaurant industry. I've worked in the auto industry. Um, dude, restaurant industry. Why do you think I worked in the restaurant industry? It's the only one that doesn't drug test. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Like, yeah, you could say all you want at that point. Right. I mean, like, yo, you could work your way up the corporate ladder right. in, in a restaurant industry and be the owner and, and, you know, do as much drugs as you want. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. can be a business owner, an entrepreneur, and there are always things that are done, you know, with a great heart and a right spirit, even some secularly, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, um, there's that standpoint in the auto industry, though, like, gosh, oh my gosh, like, yo, and anything, to, a lot of things to do, can't say everything, but a lot of things to do, like, health insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, like, okay, so, and it's, it's just like, each step is just like sin, it's like, okay, you got a little opportunity yeah. to move a little further, and to move yeah. a little further, even if you want to say, like, for the evangelical Christian, right. I'm like, yo, like, there are pastors out there pastors and leaders so on and so forth who are going in you know uh with greed in their heart who are exploiting people's families exploiting young women so on and so forth and i'm just like in any industry that you go to if you are not prayed up and you don't have a solid foundation you, you can easily be lost, shaken yeah. because the temptation doesn't exist on the outside it's on the inside yeah. Yeah. satan just gives an opportunity for you to take part in the temptation right it's like if you if you don't have the word inside of you and you're not guarding your heart, it will be easy for you to fall. And it doesn't matter what industry you're in. But but speaking specifically about the music industry, it's like, yeah, man, I just as I'm in it right now, yeah. I meet people on secular side and Christian hip hop side or Christian industry. It's like I kind of see a lot of the same people on both sides. Like yeah. The people who I actually see who are filled with the spirit of God. It's not hard to tell. Hmm. It's just not like yeah. when we start speaking, I'm like, okay. yeah, yeah, you sound. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm just yeah, like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you know what time it is. Yeah. You know what time it is. I'm like, we're, we're playing on the same page. Yeah. It's just like, there are things that you allow. There are things that you don't allow. Um, there's a certain way that you speak, a certain way that you carry yourself. And it's like, oh, it's like, man, I smell kingdom on you. I'm like, that's what's up. Hmm. That's what's up. I'm like, we, we could rock. And I'm not talking about that. These people don't have flaws. Right. They do. No, we're all do. We're humans. Yeah. But a lot of people have this conception and it's just like, or this perception that because you're Christian, like you're a superhero and automatically you're. You're flawless, yeah. and, you, and it's just like better yeah, than no. whatever the case may be. Yeah, it's just like no, that's just that's just not the case. But I'm like, as you are, as you are walking in life, and your lifestyle is a consistent repentance and bending and leaning towards the King and His will, you're going to see it. Yeah, doesn't matter. You can mess up for four months, and I come to you, and I'm like. Derek, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, the way that I was doing X, Y, and Z, I can't do this anymore. It's like, okay. And yeah. then certain people, you know, when they apologize, you don't really take them seriously at one point. But when four months goes by and you see they did not turn because of their love for the king, right. you're like, okay, all right, right, okay. So, and I keep meeting people like that. And there's people on 
three-year-old maturity, people on 20-year-old maturity. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I don't, your maturity is, is, you know, based on growth and development. So I can't, I can't necessarily, even if you are 40 years old, if you've only been a Christian for like five years. Yeah. Okay. Or if the, if the Christians have been Christian for a long time and still um, baby Christians. Yeah. Like and I, at that point, at that point, I feel on one hand, like, uh, sometimes I'm like, I'm perplexed by it. Yeah. And that I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that these people, you know, they don't love God or whatever their standpoint is. But I'm just, I'm just wondering, man, like, what's, what's up? Yeah. Like, yeah. there, I know for me, like, I'm a, I can have, you know, certain people have like an addictive personality, right. but I'm a very passionate person. So it's like, yo, when it was Jesus, it's like, yo, I'm about to light the world off. I'm on like Paul, baby. Yeah, like, yeah, like, legit. <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, I don't care. I'm like, you tell me to die to self, like, yo, we bought this life. Like, yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. So if I meet somebody and it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. It's like, oh, okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. So like, what you been studying lately? What you been reading? I don't really read that much. Yeah. Like, you've been a Christian like 15 years. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, I'm like, there's a there's a pull inside of me to to say like, yeah, like, keep going for the kingdom. Nah. And God's like, nah, come back to me. Come back to me. Got more for you, and I'm yeah. just like, all right, I'm I'm in this life of transformation, right? And you yeah. can see you can see who's on it, and who's not. Like I said, like I don't. There are there are certain times where you know I'll I'll rebuke people and I'll leave something with them so that they can keep going. I'm not gonna cut them and leave them where they are, like a tree that's cut down. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Not gonna do that, but it's just like, yeah, man, like yo, we ain't got time to play, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like for real, for real. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's well. How do we separate ourselves and still like still our disciple makers? but still able to separate ourselves. How are we the light of the world? And for me, I know it's something that's always been a challenge to be the light of the world because at times you just want to fit in. You know what I'm saying? At times you just, you, you just want to, if it's dark somewhere, you just want to just walk in there and be, everything be dark. You know what I'm saying? Just like, oh, we dark today. But it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like how, how can we be different, man? And, and I think the hardest thing is that when you're a Christian, something that people don't tell you is how rough it is because you're going to stand out. Like, you're going to be different. Some people are going to reject you. Some friends that you have when you weren't saved that you get, you have when you are saved, the relationship is either going to change or it may not even exist anymore. So, you know, you got to be willing to step out on that, but it's always been a challenge. So how do we do it? Yeah. Um, one thing that I like that you were saying, Biz, is the fact that, you know, you're saying, you know, using these things as tools um, in regards to whatever industry you're in, uh, discipling, evangelizing. Um, I think for me, before I guess where I'm at now, there wasn't any. I was just out here living. I, I wasn't trying to keep no standard. I wasn't surrendering, no humility, no. Uh, I was in the world. I was of it. You know, so, um, you know, like there really wasn't any, I, my character in my head never reflected Christ's character. You know, I guess, why would it? You know, I'm not out here trying to duplicate what he's been duplicating. Like, I know of him, you know, I, I read his word, I go to church, I, you know, but I'm not trying to let his light shine through me, you know. But I, th I think it's, it's real that you said, like, you can bump into people in almost immediately because those are experiences that I have now that people will, like, say, oh, I can tell. Mm. I can tell based on the way that you carry yourself. And back to 
what Jarvis was saying about being cool and, and not trying to ruffle any feathers. I think a lot of time we can let our fear uh, dominate more than the mission at hand, you know, as if anyone or anything that we have has like can't be pulled away or, or, or is even within our own grasp to even have, you see what I'm saying? Like we accomplished it, you know, cause that's, that's a mentality also like, Hey, I got this. So like, I'm a clutch with two hands and ain't nobody going to take it away from me. Like it wasn't given to you or, or it's not allowed to be in your possession for whatever period of time. Um, but I think it's, it's, it's in, in, in growing and maturing that I'm just realizing that anywhere and everywhere as a father, as a son, as, as an employee of an establishment, as a business owner, like we have a constant responsibility of shining his light of all these are ministries and all these are tools in which to draw people closer to him. But for a very long time, yeah, I, we ain't talk about God at, at work. We ain't praying. We ain't reading no Bible. I don't care about your spiritual life. Like if, we, if you want to talk about it at the church, we can. But like while we at work, hey, you better shut up. Yeah. Listen, they tell you certain things you don't talk about at work, you know, like, yeah. but yeah. You, you, forget, you, you, you forget that you're on mission. Yeah. You forget that you're on mission. And, and, and when you think of like salt, I mean, salt is something to replenish and to preserve. Like we are the salt, like we are here to preserve and to replenish. And like, when you look at the context in which they use it in the Bible, I mean, salt was a measurement of payment. Like that's how, that's how important salt was. Like I could pay you in salt. That's how valuable salt was. Like, and to see that he would present us as, hey, this is what you are. And we kind of sort of take it haphazardly. Like it's nothing. It's like, you're crazy. Yeah. You're crazy the responsibility I've given you. People go to war for salt once upon a time. Facts. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, I, I'm challenged every day, you know, everywhere and anywhere I go to, you know, to, to be the example, to, to allow his light to, to shine. But for a very long time, listen, if it ain't at the church, we ain't talking about Jesus. Look, I, I might give you the whole the whole generic. Uh, look, uh, how's your day going? Blessed and highly flavored. But it's like yeah. it's like like just to know, like very surface. Like ah, we ain't gonna go deep. You know, look, uh, ain't God good all the time? All right, stop. All right, cool. We are gonna stop there. No, no build up, no expansion. Like we gonna stop there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's you know, it's crazy just because I'm I'm putting like all of it together. You know how like growing up, I used to measure people by the, how if they was Christian. By like how they looked, you know, if they had a tattoo that had a cross on it, ah, uh, he a Christian. Oh, that's a Christian rapper right there. You know what I'm saying? Or he had a, a cross on his chain, and it's like with Christians, we try to identify them. We try to say, oh, that's Christian. Oh, that's a Christian behavior. And even even the world does it. Where like I had somebody, I was out, and it was like, oh, Jarvis don't drink, man. You know, Jarvis Christian. And I'm like, I do drink, but it's like, <laughs> but it's like they they have like they have. They look at us and they want us to be a certain way. They want us to perform. They, they, they know that we're not the same. They know there's something different about us. And what's crazy is the world can see that there's something different about us. But sometimes it's a challenge because we don't see it. You know what I'm saying? Or we we, we don't want it to be. Or we, we change it. Or we want to fit in. So even though it may be something different, we just have to draw to fit in. Man. So how do we separate some bits? Okay. Uh, I would say... How do we separate ourselves? I, I can let me let me draw back. I'll say to places in my own life where people can say you're separated. Yeah, because it was at that time I'm really not focusing on it. Um, I remember this one guy uh, used to 
you know those people are right, like your boy on purpose get under your skin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there was a guy who I used to work with and he was a superior on top of that. And you know, usually it's like the 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 mellow or the quiet people is like when they blow up, like it's no bueno. I'm that guy. So um, you know, I like I really wanted to badly, you know, maim and physically hurt this dude. Uh, over what was done. And it was nothing but words, dude. Like, quite honestly, it was nothing yeah. but words. Yeah. But at that time, uh, I kept, I was reading over James 119 through 21. Absolutely beautiful, yeah. beautiful scripture. Um, for those who don't know it is, brothers, wish that all of, all of you should be uh, slow to speak, quick to hear, slow to get angry, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. So immediately what that said to me is if I'm angry, whatever I do out of it, nobody will see God's righteousness. Wow. Hmm. wow. Right. So it's like, okay, be slow. And it was like, okay, be quick to hear, slow to speak. So it was like if somebody said something I either disagree with or I was going to push my buttons, it was like a it gives me enough time to let Holy Spirit speak instead of me. Yeah. All right, cool. This dude, like, yo, I say, I was like, I got a box full of tools. It's like you could pick which one you could get right now. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I walked outside to the locker room. So, like, my bay is here, and the locker room is, say, maybe, like, 150 feet away. Yeah. I walked into the locker room. I was, like, close to crying, and I was like, yo, God, I was like, you have to do something right now. You have to do something. If not, I'm going to get in trouble. Not only am I going to get fired, but I'm going to go to jail. I was like, please, you need to help me. I was like, this is what your word says. Your word says that if I do this out of anger, that you won't be seen. So what am I supposed to do? I stayed in there for a little bit, prayed some more. I came back out, came back out immediately before that, forgave him and got back to working. And like later on that day, he was like, how do you do that? Yeah. He was like, you were so angry at me, but then you were quick to forgive me. How do you do that? <laughs> and it was like, I'm on the brink of falling apart. Yeah. And at that instance, it's just like, okay, in the media, in the middle of my pain and that opportunity, it's like, you still got an opportunity. It's like, I'm always giving you a way out of temptation. Always. It's yeah. like, are you looking for the opportunity as painful as it is? Because that's now your flesh versus the spirit. Yeah. Which one are you going to give into? Is the spirit is like, okay, spirit is willing. It's yeah. like, dude, but uh, there's all different types of degrees that we are put under pressure. And it's like, oh, it's a lot of pressure at that point. But quite honestly, like him seeing God in it yeah. afterwards was like, it was worth it. Yeah. It was worth it. And I was just like, yeah, that's the light, man. Yeah, and it was like, so what if you what if you didn't do that? Yeah. What what would have happened? There's other times where this this one this one uh dude, like at another job, he was saying, like, oh, why don't you do this and this and this? And it was like a shortcut. It was like, nah, I don't want to do that. And I was like going over uh Colossians 117 and Colossians 123 at the time. It's like in all everything that you do uh, to God, let it be done in excellence right. in the name of the Lord Jesus right. Christ. And I, at that time, I was just like, I don't care how slow I do it. I don't care. I was like, I don't care if it's something that takes 10 minutes and it takes me two hours. Right. I'm doing it for God. I'm going to take my time. Yeah. This dude's walking 
walking next to me, like as we're walking back from dropping off a ticket. And he's like, why do you do everything like right? And I was just like, that's God. I'm like, it's not me because if it was up to me, I would what take the shortcut. Yeah. 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 I was like, but it's not for me. So it's it's at each point of obedience. I'm yeah. like, yo, you don't know who's looking. And yeah. I'm not I'm not saying that because people say that all the time. They're like, oh, you never you never know who's watching. Yeah. Like a boogeyman going to jump out that's and get me. You, it's like yeah. that's that's not why. Yeah. If you're it's like my my two different motivations. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. like what what I was doing was never for show. Yeah. It was an intimacy between God and me. And it's like, and I know what he expects. He already wrote it. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. so what's up? Oh my gosh, it's like, yo, it's like, all right, steal yourself. You don't want to do it, but that's what he said to do. You got an opportunity. What you going to do? Yeah. It's like, you can look at yourself in the mirror, but at the end of it, it's going to boil down to two things. Did you or didn't you? That's it. Yeah. And it's like, every time that you, and that's the thing is like, every time you take an opportunity to do what he says, you start going up in the spirit. But you're not looking at it. All you're looking at is how hard the last thing to do was. But as you're like 10 steps deep, it's like everybody on the shore is looking at you out by the buoy and they're like, yo, why do you do that? Yeah, that's good. And it's just like, I've I've just been following. I've just been taking a step with him each way. And they're like, yo, I want to swim like that. Yeah. How do you swim like that? I'm like, it's God telling me to swim like this. It's not me. Yeah. I'm like, when I tell you it's not me, if it was up to me, I would Boy. take the crappy way out yep. of a lot of the time. It's like there's, yep. Yeah, it's like there's there's a lot of time. No, I don't want this. Like, why would I sweep the whole? Why would I sweep everything? Sweep that junk under the rug? Yeah. No, nah, it's like, no, nah, it's like, this isn't my house. This is God's house. This isn't my car. This is God's car. This isn't my body. It's God's body. Therefore, what does the king say to do with it? Yeah. And then, you know what? I can't do it all at one time. So it's like, you know what? Let's work on just your house today. Just the home. Don't be concerned with the car. Don't be concerned with the job. Just do this one thing. Make your bed every day and do that to God. You mess up the rest of the day, whatever. Keep doing this one thing. And as you start to to do those one things one at a time, because you're just faithful and you're honoring him with that, he'll speak to you about what to do next. Yeah. 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 That's good, man. You know, what's crazy is, uh, you know, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. I know we, we put out a podcast a couple of weeks ago for Father's Day. And uh, I know a lot to you. Personally, I did not want to do the episode at all. Yeah. Did not want to do it at all. And, I, you know, Derek is a father as well. And I know this is something that he was passionate about. And uh, I ain't gonna lie to you. I was in the car, and I'm about to cancel. Just saying, man, I'm not gonna make it. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's where I was at. Like, you know, you can get the equipment. I'm just not gonna do it. I, had, I was at my niece's birthday party. I'm not gonna make it, right? And then I had to really question, yo, why do you do this podcast? Is it about Jarvis? Because pride gets in the way all the time. I don't think mm. I don't think men choose to worship Satan. Like I don't think it's saying men says, "Oh, I worship the devil." Fuck. I think it's men just saying, "Like I choose myself." Yeah. You know, I think I think us constantly fighting to choose myself over choosing God. That's the real battle, and that's the battle that we feel eternally all the time. I think that even goes back to us being uh, separated and wanting to be equal to uh, to others. I think we want to be accepted so bad. And it's not for God's glory, but it's for us. It brings people. I want to draw people good, closer man. to me. That's and I think good. the challenge in everything, the challenge with this podcast, the challenge with relationships, the challenge with uh, with friendships, the challenge with church, is that 
we're constantly fighting with ourselves. We constantly are, we're fighting this, this uphill battle. And the, the person at the bottom is me, right? And that's the old me. That's the me who serves only Jarvis. That's the me that doesn't deny himself at all. And the person at the top is God. But sometimes I just want, I'm looking at me, I'm like, yo, I want to go back to that. I want to go back to the dead me. I want to go to the, the spiritually dead me who has nothing to do with Jesus. Because that spiritually dead me, I'm comfortable being that. Mm. Know what I'm saying? And oh, <laughs> like, I'm comfortable. Just like how uh, when you talk about your coworker, the spiritually dead you, he's fighting that dude. He's fighting that dude. He'll deal with the consequences later. But he's fighting that dude. And culture will say, you did the right thing. And the thing is, a lot of the reason that culture will say you did the right thing is because a lot of them are dead. They're spiritually dead as well. Right? <laughs> and I think that goes back to us being separated. We're, we're not, we're no longer there. But so much times we want to be there. Yeah. So we, we have the same action as them. So much so we can't even, some people can't even decipher who's who. <laughs> like you got to be next to each other and they can't see who's who because you're not being the light that you're called to be. So with that, what are we doing right now? What are you guys doing right now? Do you feel like you're, you're, you're being a light? That you're, you feel like you're, doing, you're walking in purpose in this thing? You're making disciples in this thing. What currently in your life do you feel like you're making disciples in? Um, I was once asked, what am I doing with my singleness? Um, at the time, I didn't understand what the heck that meant. I said, what type of crazy question is that? I'm out here in these streets. What do you mean? Hitting the bars, <laughs> hitting the clubs? Well, I'm taking care of mine. No, I wasn't. I, that's, not, that's not it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it was a crazy, it's a crazy, it was a, a thought to be had that really, it really hit me. Um and, you know, me and Biz was talking earlier just about, you know, just different things that, you know, demands or requires his times on a day to day basis. You know, he has a family, so a husband, a father, a son, a brother, like, I mean, uh, ministering and then obviously business and work. Like, I mean, you get pulled in so many different directions. It's crazy. Um, so for me and my singleness, once upon a time, I'm just free. I can be wherever, whenever. Nobody's got to check me. None of that. But like I realized that. There's still a responsibility um, in me being single. Um, and, and what I mean by that is like, so I have more time to disciple. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have more time to to be a brother. Yeah. You know, um, and that's kind of sort of what I'm venturing into because it wasn't really anything that I knew too well. The idea of community with um you know, a body of believers is not, I mean, I just did the Sunday to Sunday thing. You know, maybe you had one of those fancy churches that had the Wednesday and Friday and then the revivals every every now and again. Like, outside of that, like, you ain't coming to the house, we ain't talking. Like I said, we only talk about church at church. Like, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So, but now there's, there's an intentionality, there's an understanding that you are on mission 24-7. Um, so, I'm in a space now that, yes, if I'm at work, if there's an opportunity to speak to a brother, if I see a brother is down, if I see, you know, a frustration, if I see, you know, even through small conversations, you, you get to know people a lot. And it's just a matter of just doing life with them. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, I heard something very powerful from from Jackie a couple weeks ago. Like there was a, there was an idea when she was going through her whole lesbian thing, like other people was always trying to get to the whole gay thing get to the sin like oh girl you know you shouldn't do this oh he's still struggling with that yeah. instead of that. instead of dealing with her as an individual yeah you know because the people who scold you and slap you with the law like i don't got time for you but like if you if you're willing to smoke with me if you're willing to have a drink with me 
if you're willing, not to say that you have to, but like it just goes to show, like back to what we're gonna call this, separate, but we're still equal. Yeah. 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 And and I just feel, you know, in the season in the life that I'm in now, just it's just a, a responsibility. Just like I said, just always know that I'm I'm always on mission. I'm always on duty. I like a cop. Like I'm always on duty. Like so at this space, yeah, I'm just trying to yeah. try, trying to love well. Love well, love my brothers, um, yeah, be there, good. be their accountability, you know, um, to life with them. Like, just just be used in the season of life that I'm in. I will get to a point where I will be married and I will have more kids and I will have a little less time to do that. But then my new ministry will also be my wife and yeah. my kids. But that's just kind of sort of where I'm at right now. That's good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I say... How, <laughs> how do you, um, how are you operating now in regards to being the salt, being the light? Into, into being the salt and being the light. There's obviously the unintentional, you know, ways of just people just seeing you, but like there is also yeah. still intentionality and obviously reaching out. So I would say intentionality, uh, one of the, the first ways that I, I'm doing right now is I will say this. So I am married. My wife and I will be married for six years uh, come this September. Nice. We have two daughters, and they're awesome, and they're wild. <laughs> they're both toddlers. So, I mean, you take your pick on what goes on during the day. Um, the one thing that I can say is, like, uh, so, uh, you know, I'm a recording and performing artist. Um, so a lot of the time does go into that because, you know, uh, one thing that biblically that I, I can see, I can see is, um, something to fight for is actually financial freedom. And that, I mean, in terms of being debt free, owing no man, nothing but love and being able to leave an inheritance for our children's children. But not only that, I mean, uh, you can look at Lou 16 talking about just management, management, being faithful with what you have, Right. So um, in terms of being a recording and a performing artist and, you know, sales and business, and there's no limit to that, I could say that. But even in that, even in that, that alone is um, ministry. And when I say ministry, like referring to uh, the Greek word that describes ministry in the New Testament, it just means to, to fill a need, just yeah. like, uh, you know, other countries have a ministry of defense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, or what is your service? So uh, in that in that regard and in that capacity, it's just like, yo, man, like I'm just going to keep feeding people with the word wherever they are at, because not everybody is at the same place. Yeah. Um, you've got people who like what I've found is that you really like look at the people who are say the five closest people to you and you should be able to describe them in three words while describing yourself in the same way. And I did that. So the three people. The three words for the people who have surrounded me my entire life, smart, fun, and chill. Yeah. I can look at almost any group of friends that I've had and yeah, they are that. I just don't mean like, you know, college education or anything like that, but yo, they're, they're perceptive. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's that. But, um, so a lot of the people are like that, but then for the people I attract who aren't, because I attract some people who just like my wife always calls me out on this. She's like, "Yo, you attract some weird people, dude." Like, and I'm just like, "Well, you know, if because the Lord knows, I'll listen to him." Yeah. 
Yeah. Like that's real. Like I'm just like yo. Like if you if you come to me like I don't care how jacked up your life is. It's like somebody like if the Lord is willing to listen to me, then somebody should be willing to listen to you. And now it's like it is more difficult to discern who I'm supposed to listen to because my time isn't like it was before. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's just like yo. It's like yo. You got like mad problems. All right. Whatever. Like let's talk about it. Like yeah. Okay, X, Y, and Z, and I'll point you, you know, in the direction, blah, blah, blah. So uh, I could say that in terms of the outside, but in terms of the inside, uh, when I took a small break from that, from being a recording artist, and trust, with that comes being a social media influencer, YouTube influencer, and people, and you're always there, and you're always out, and it's work. That's what it is. It works a lot yeah. of work. But finding that my household, these are the people who I can directly plant seeds in and water directly. Like my house is my garden. However it looks is whatever I've done to it. If I haven't put any miracle grow in my garden, that's good. it's your fault. Yeah. It's like you're the leader. You're the priest. You're the protector. You're the provider. How are you growing this garden? And I'm looking at, like, my two daughters, it's like, as flowers, how will they bloom? They'll bloom by your love and what you're pouring into them. Like, it's dope, honestly, that, like, my three-year-old, like, yo, put the food on the table and she's just going to look at you sideways, like, if we ain't pray yet. Wow. Yeah, it's like, like, she's all, she was also to the point, like, I got kicked out the room the other night, yo, and I'm still kind of hot about this. It's not... (laughs) <laughs> uh, no, nah, because it's like it was like you know like do you want daddy to read you a story because daddy usually does she's like it's like no it's okay and she jumps into her two-year-old sister's crib and starts to read to her i'm like yeah. bro wow. what happened to my job bro <laughs> like why and i was just like yo it's like but you got a three-year-old reading to a two-year-old yeah. and she climbed in her crib to do it it's like yeah yeah. Man, it's like, yeah, that's a dad moment, man. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, like, look at your wife. How's your communication with her? And I, I think, man, I'll never forget this. This is one of the dopest things I ever heard, man. Shout out to my boy, Shem Francis. He's the owner of Forest Glory Clothing. And I remember he said one day he was, he was, he just did this like as a fast. And he asked his wife, have I watered you today? Meaning, has he watered her with the word? Hmm. Yeah. I was like, son! Because it's just like, yo, like, she is your garden that yeah. you chose. Wow. Wow. So it's like, he said, have I watered you today? I'm just like, bro, that's so beautiful. Oh, my gosh, man. And it's uh, just like, yo, and then, that's another thing. I know a lot of people get it twisted. They're like, all right, take care of the children first, you know, then take care of your spouse. It's like, nah, I wouldn't have my children if it wasn't my for spouse. my wife. Right. So... Keep keep the marriage tight, yeah. and your kids will do well. Yeah. You keep the children tight, but then you know your wife goes off, and your husband goes off. Yep. That's a, a whole different set of problems. Yep. So, um, yeah. in term in terms of ministry and discipleship, um, I think dang, who was this too? Uh, Frederick Douglass, who said it's easier to train young boys than it is broken men. Wow. Yeah, and it's like with my daughters, they're clean they have a clean slate yeah they don't they don't know is from isn't it's like i get to pour into them whatever i want right i'm like oh okay it's gonna be kingdom all day then i was like oh okay 
It's like, how many languages do you want to learn? What instruments do you want to play? Like, you're unlimited, and don't let anybody ever tell you otherwise. You are right. It's like, you have an opportunity, especially, like, as a child, you have an opportunity to know God in pureness. Yeah. Like, you're not tainted like adults with 18 pounds and a train full of baggage. Baggage. Like, I get to introduce you to who he is from jump. Yeah. I'm not missing that opportunity, man. To 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 be able to pour into you to understand who you are as a woman, why you are as a woman, what giftings you have, what bents you have, uh, how you should be upheld, how you're how you are strong, how you are talented, uh, where your genes came from, where your last name came from, what the generations before you came from, how God has been working in these generations is like I get to show you all of that. That's discipleship. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Yeah, man. So, you know, with all that's going on and especially the way the world is, it's like it's like you want to be there for your brothers and not the uh, non-believers, you know, and the believers. You know, you want to be there for them. And we're called to be separated. We're called to be different, man. And I really got to like the reason because I have to really check myself and see why do we disciple? Why do we want to see people get saved? And the reason is, is that we know how good God is. We know that God is the biggest. We know God is the most important, the most powerful thing on the wor- in the world, right? So if we know this, why wouldn't we want to share this this truth that we have with somebody else? It's like if you have the truth and you you wouldn't you want to share it, especially if you say you love somebody. Why why would you hold it to yourself? Like it's the most selfish thing at times. Even though it, it may be like, yo, I just want to fit in. But it's like, it's so selfish to say, yo, I got this. I know the truth. I know the gospel. I know all this. And I'm just going to keep it to myself. Like, how how, how nasty, how jacked up am I? If I'm like, so that's why it's one thing for a Christian to, uh, for, for somebody to be a not Christian and not know the truth or not, not be walking like Christ. And it's another thing for somebody to have that truth and not be walking in it. You know what I'm saying? So I think we... As all as Christians, definitely need to check ourselves on that, man. As we close out, Biz, man, we know you have a project that's going to be available. You know, can you tell us about it a little bit? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, right now, still releasing uh, singles, and then there'll be an EP at the end of the year. But there's a single coming out called Minute Maid, yes. and that's dropping July 17th. Yes, 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 yes. So. rock. Hey man, it's definitely been a pleasure having you. Thank it's been, you. Been way too long since the last time I seen you. I think last time I seen you, seen you was at a room, and I walked with you and your wife to the car holding a baby. And um, dude, but it's always always a pleasure. It's always uh, a blessing to hear just you know brothers just because I was definitely poured into today. You know just with just your words, man. Um, and we definitely look forward to seeing you again. Um, I thank you guys for obviously tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Look at God Podcast. Drop a comment, hit the DM, share, rate, go ahead and do what you need to do. And we do look forward to seeing you on the next one. Yeah. Take care. One thing, man. I'm going to finish a little differently. Go today. ahead. Biz, can you pray us out, please, man? Yeah, definitely. Thank you, sir. All right. Father, thank you for... Once again, the opportunities that you've given. Thank you at this time period that we have microphones, we have recording devices, that your word, it won't be quenched, that it will continue to stay on the airwaves. We pray that the right person hears this, Lord. 
Lord, thank you for uh, the place that we're in right now. Thank you for the setup. Thank you for um, letting us be able to get over here and also drive home safely. Um, Lord, I pray, pray that you continue to bless these brothers and exactly what they're doing. Have them continue to serve, not out of their own strength, but out of your spirit, out of your power, and out of your might. Have them do uh, everything in servitude and with a strong, fervent spirit, Lord. Thank you for blessing them. Thank you for blessing us in this time. These things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Quick, where can they find you? Okay. Uh, everything, everything is at Profess the Biz. That's P R O F E S S T H E B I Z. That's on Twitter, the Gram, uh, Facebook, and TikTok. You heard TikTok? I, yeah. I was about to hunt. TikTok? Yeah. We're not talking about this after. <laughs> Y'all heard the man. Catch y'all next time.